0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Elaine B. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Today is Wednesday, May 16, 2018. And today we're reading from the Big Book and how it works. We're on page 60 reading the first paragraph that begins, many of us exclaimed. Today's readers are, she'll be, For the 12 Steps, Ashley P for the 12 Traditions, Christine M, Marie J, and Carolyn C. The reference number for the 10 a.m. meeting for yesterday, May 15, 2018, is 11418. That's 11418. And the reference number for this morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting for to uh Thursday, May 16th, 2018. I'm sorry, this morning for Wednesday, May 16th, 2018 is 11420. 11,420. DOA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. our sole purpose OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers at a vision for you big book study our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence in the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of overeaters anonymous i will now ask Sheila B to please read the 12 steps
1: good morning Uh, These are the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made the decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, We tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Shilby. And I'll now ask Ashley P. to please read the 12 Traditions.
2: Hi, this is Ashley P., recovered in Northern California. Can I be heard?
3: Yes, thank you.
2: The 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous are one. To carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers six an oa group ought never endorse finance or lend the oa name to any related facility or outside enterprise less problems of money property and prestige divert us from our primary purpose seven every oa group ought to be fully self-supporting declining outside contributions eight overeaters anonymous should remain forever non-professional but our service centers may employ special workers nine And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles above personalities. Thank you very much, Ashley P. How our meeting works. Our meeting
0: focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. I'm gonna ask if anybody is unmuted if they could mute their phone, please. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book and how it works. We're on page 60. We're gonna read and comment on the first paragraph which begins, many of us exclaimed. And I will now ask Christine M to please begin reading.
4: Yes. Hello. Good morning, everyone. My name is Christine. I'm gratefully rightfully recovered a compulsive overeater in Missouri. Many of us exclaimed, what in order? I can't go through with it. Do not be discouraged. No one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is that we are willing to grow along spiritual lines. The principles we have set down our guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Um, So, you know, um, I can remember where it talks about um, what in order I can't go through with it. That's, you know, the way I would think, what in order this is just too much. I can't go through with it. I can't do this. And, and I was right um I couldn't do it, and I still can't do it. um I need the help of you know the steps and empower greater than myself and and you guys you know um it's it's too big of an order for me to um to do by myself um this disease is way more powerful than I am, and um way more powerful than any any human aid or any um any other idea that I could ever come up with. So um, I'm just really grateful that, you know, there is a solution and there is a way out. And that um, I know today that self-reliance is um is just not enough. It's just, um, I just don't have the power. And then it talks about we claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. And I know for me, um, a lot of the time, for me, I would use that as an excuse. Um, I would take it out of context and say, well, um, you know, uh, I had, you know, some sugar today and I wasn't supposed to, but it's progress, not perfection, you know. Um, and uh, for me, you know, step one, I have to work 100%, you know, um, with absolute perfection, you know, the 12 and 12 talks about. so. You know, I have to work that step 100% and um, put the food down, and you know, not be um, engaging in any compulsive food behaviors or any um, or eating any binge foods or binge ingredients, um, and then you know the rest of the steps. Um, It is spiritual progress, but with step one, it has to be a hundred percent because what I found through my experience, if it's not a hundred percent, then I can work the rest of the steps all I want to, but eventually it's going to crumble beneath me if I don't have that foundation in step one. So, um, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, I can claim spiritual progress today and it's It's only by the grace of a loving higher power who I choose to call God that um, I am recovered today and that the steps um, have changed my thinking and because my thinking has changed and is changing, my behavior um, has changed. And I'm so grateful for that. Thanks for letting me do service and I pass. Thank you very much,
0: Christine. Um, Who would like to comment on that powerful paragraph today? Marie J. W- Marie J. Avita. Avita. There was somebody else A okay? oh, Wendy M. Wendy M. Thanks.
3: Okay, got you
0: Wendy. Carrie Terry Terry, Terry S. Carrie Terry. S. Carrie S.
3: Oh, Carrie. Terry. Thank
0: you. Ginger yep. C. Ginger C. Anyone else?
5: Sarit L.
0: Uh, was that Terry L?
5: Sarit. S, S as in Sam. Sarit.
0: Sarit. Okay. Sarit L. Okay. So I've got Marie J. Anita, I didn't get your last initial. Wendy M. Terry S. Ginger C. And Sarit L. Please go ahead, Marie J. You'll be followed by Anita.
6: Thanks. This is Marie J. And I am recovered in Colorado. And uh, I'm going to talk about this. No one has been able to maintain perfect adherence to these principles, which of course are the steps, and no one knows more than me this week about the uh, imperfection of adhering to these steps, and I've been struggling this week with my self-righteousness for several days, and it's in my relationship with my husband, which of course he's my, my best teacher, and my self-reliance has been really overwhelming. And that really takes us down to the three first steps, the first three steps. and that's the foundation. And when I slip into self-reliance and self-righteousness and wanting to control things that are outside of my control, then I'm making a decision. I'm making a choice not to adhere to these principles and not to admit my powerlessness over others and to not believe that there's a power that can restore my sanity and to not have willingness to surrender the power that I think I have. And I have spent the last few days just asking God to remove my shortcomings and looking at my character defects rather than acting out on them. I really tried to have patience with my process because I can't rise above my imperfect humanness and being in this process and in this discomfort for a few days is really challenging because I want, I want to just control things or explode or do whatever I need to do to get out of it. So I'm doing my best, which includes getting up and spending time with God, asking for the presence of this power to be in me, asking God how to show me how to live a free life with service as my goal. And I really trust that sometimes this just takes time because I'm stubborn and I want to hold on to my character defects and my self-righteousness. So it's it's just great to be in this growth process and having the patience for the changes that take time. And I also want to say, you know, this program works. I mean, today today's my birthday. I'm I'm 59 today and I'm the youngest and healthiest I have been in many years because of this program. And in spite of these last few days of discomfort, I haven't acted out on these behaviors that I, like I would have done in the past and My relationship with my husband continues to evolve because of the principles of this program, because I'm willing to work these steps and sit in the discomfort and pause. And I've come so far in my life and my life is so much better because of these 12 steps and the higher power in my life and this morning i got up and the first thing i did was write a long gratitude list including the things i'm grateful for in my husband and i trust that everything in my life today is for my growth and for the best for everyone, for the greater good for everyone, and that I just need to continue to work, stay in these principles, work these steps, and I know my life will be free and I will be able to be of service and a loving person. Thanks for letting me share.
0: Thanks so much, Marie J, and happy birthday. Anita, Thank will you. you please give us <laughs> Anita, will you please give us the first initial of your last name when you share and Wendy M. You'll be up after Anita.
7: Oh, sure. Hi. It's Aviva M. in Los Angeles. Oh. Aviva.
0: Thank you very much. That's
7: okay. <laughs> um, basically, I, I've never shared on the line before because um, it's uncomfortable, but uh, I got in trouble at work yesterday, and um, now I have to advocate for myself. And being a compulsive overeater, it's always this fearfulness of not getting what I want, and not being with God, and you need to time me, because I'm driving, so thank you for timing me and telling me time. Um, it's very uncomfortable to actually trust the process of it and believe that I'm being loved and cared for with complete perfection. And it's really interesting because I, I was with a woman on Saturday, and she was talking about forgiveness, and we were talking about control and power. And the power of forgiveness is letting go and giving God the process and letting God have a, a say in my life. But I get so caught up in the fear that I can't let God be there for me. And um, I am really scared and uncomfortable right now. But um, this happens, and um, I'm going to do the work it has to. And yesterday, you know what, it was like looking at the food when I was making my dinner and knowing that it wouldn't fix it was really like freeing but uncomfortable because the food isn't going to fix it. I still got written up at work. That paper isn't going to disappear because I'm eating ice cream. Or the feelings are just going to be shoved down, and then I'm not going to be able to focus. And um, to actually be present is, is scary and uncomfortable, but I'm really grateful. And thank you for this meeting in the morning, because I hear it every day I go to work, and I appreciate all you ladies and men that are on the line. So um, prayers and blessings to all today. Thank you. So glad you're on the line with
0: us and and that you shared, Viva. And um, Wendy M.,
3: you're up next, followed by Terry S. Yes, good morning. It's Wendy M., uh, recovered in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you, God, for the absence I have this morning and for all of you on the line. Um, I love this because where I came from is if I'm not the best, I won't play the game. If I can't do it perfectly, I'm not interested. That's a really teeny life that I was living, a super teeny life. You know, and um, I had no idea until I really did vision how addicted I was to perfectionism and being perfect. Because if I'm perfect, I have the illusion of control. And if things aren't perfect, I'm out of control, you know. And if I'm perfect, I'm finally enough, you know? So it's that race towards I need to be enough and I'm not enough. So if I'm perfect, I'm finally enough. And perfection, it doesn't even exist, you know? It's, just, it's like I'm chasing that effect, right? I'm, I'm doing what I can to just – I've got to get it perfect. And, um, and, and, and I, the other thing I'm really finding out is how hard I am on myself. If I'm not perfect, how hard I am on myself – Even when I, I might even be perfect. I don't even know what that means. And I'm so hard on myself. And I'm not not only hard on myself, I'm hard on you. See, I'm going to beat you up the way I beat myself up. And it's just this chasing the effect of perfect, of control, you know. And this says progress. And I'm like, do I have the courage to just be in progress? Because it takes a lot of courage to make a mistake. I make mistakes constantly. And it's so uncomfortable to sit with my mistakes. The other day, I didn't sing my song perfectly, right? And, oh, I went over it afterwards again and again, just perseverating or whatever that is called. And it was just so uncomfortable. And God was like, stop. Like, more and more, God's like, you know what? First of all, progress. And it takes a lot of courage to
8: accept progress.
3: Is progress enough? Am I enough, right? And this is a totally radical thought progress not perfection it takes a lot of courage to be out of the addiction of perfection and hang out in progress because that means i make mistakes and i make mistakes constantly and i give myself and this gives me permission to be imperfect what a relief right oh my god give this whole thing to god and you know even last night i was in a whole bunch of disarray not serene at all and then I got it. It was like, I went to God and God's like, this is what, what's going on. And I was like, "Ah." Oh. but it's that permission to be a human being. You know, we don't rise above human. And for me, this is a huge piece. Giving up the food, simple. Giving up perfection, uh, that's harder. That's so much harder. Um, and, and, you know, and, and this is like when they talk about a total rearrangement, a psychic change. This is what they're talking about: completely accepting progress. What permission? You know, what relief? What freedom I get? Central reminder. And and others just progress. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you very much, Wendy M. Um, Terry S. You're or Carrie S. You're up next, by, and followed by Ginger C.
9: Good morning. This is Carrie S. living in the sunlight of the spirit, recovered in Golden, Colorado. And I'm so grateful to be able to share on this passage uh, the principles we have set down are guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. I was sitting in a meeting and the uh, gal next to me, first time I had met her, uh, shared she had painted on her wall the OA slogan, Progress not perfection. And she then later realized that our beloved big book, it's a little bit different. It says spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. And for me personally, the slogan, the OA slogan, progress, not perfection, gave me permission to work outside the lines. Sure, I can have an extra spoon here, an extra bite there, a little behavior here. It's it's progress, but the big book is telling me that I'm growing my conscious contact with my higher power. And that's, I get to claim, I get to take the act of claiming that I'm closer to my God now because of that conscious contact. And that for me, I had to be a blank slate. I had to be open hearted, teachable, Willing to take direction willing to see that it was my thinking that got me into trouble and it's that I don't have an eating problem I have a thinking problem. And so thank God for this book and the directions that that show me here that I get to grow along these spiritual lines and that is the solution to, to To become closer to my understanding and thank God the book tells me I get to have my own conception and that those have, that came before me were able to guide me and help me understand that I get to grow the, my own conception. And so if you're struggling and you're still in the food, just know there is a way out. There is so much hope, and that's exactly what we do on these lines every day It's to look at this book with an open heart to get out of our head, to get into our heart, so that we can find recovery and it is possible. And with that I pass, thanks.
0: Thank you very much, Carrie S. Ginger C., you're up next, followed by Cerise L.
10: Hi, good morning, Elaine, can you hear me? Yes, I can, thank you. Oh, wonderful, thank you. This is Ginger C., recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado. And I just love the beginning of this. What an order. I can't go through with it. And absolutely, I can't go through with it because I don't do this stuff. Me as an addict, I self-destruct always. That's been my message my whole life and my experience. You know, I lie, cheat, and steal as an addict. And I just don't know how to go through life. I'm so maladjusted. Life kept presenting me with new information. And I kept going sideways. I got afraid. I couldn't handle it. And what was my answer? To eat. Because it took me out of myself, it gave me ease and comfort, and I love effects. And I kept seeking them. But, you know, the miracle of this is that it's a we program. And we equals I equals illness. But I love Roseanne's prayer, you know, together we can never do alone. So thank God the isolation ends, because that's what addiction is all about. Separating me from the most important piece, which is a higher power but then keeping me away from you as well. And, you know, the gift is we surrender. We finally get enough pain from the research that we've been doing, and we're out of ideas. And we want a new way, a new experience. And that's what this book provides. So I hope, again, today's pain is enough pain that you say, I'm done. I don't want to keep going in this path because I know it progresses, and I don't want the elevator to crash and keep going and keep digging. And you get off today and then you get into this action, this work, and you work it like your life depends on it. Because not only does it depend for you, but, it's you know, others are counting on you as well. But, you know, it all began and Ebby back on page 11 says, you know, uh, Bill's talking about Ebby, and he says, but my friend sat before me and he made the point-blank declaration that God had done for him what he could not do for himself. So I hope your window has rolled down and this opportunity is here today because, again, this is real and this is happening for many on the lines and many outside the doors. And it's amazing. It's amazing what can happen for your life and where you can go and the experiences you can have. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you very much, Ginger C. Sarit L., you're up next.
5: Hi, it's Sarit L. Thank you so much for your service. Do you hear me?
11: Yes,
0: very well. Thank you.
5: Okay, great. Um, I love this paragraph. I love this paragraph because it reminds us that we're all human. All of us on the lines have come here in pain, and because we want a better way of living, our way, our way did not work. And we are not saints. But the point is that we're willing to grow along spiritual lines, and that is, a, that is the key here, the willingness. I am dealing with a situation now with a very good friend of mine. The situation um, equals resentment. And I've been doing 10 steps again and again, and I realize it's the willingness. There is something, this self-righteous indignation, this pride that I'm I'm not willing to let go of. And I've been praying about it, and I've been asking God to remove it, but I, I know what I need to do, and God's told me what I need to do. I need to get out of myself and smash my ego um, and go be of service to this person. And what, what, what I found is that I don't want only God's love. I want my friend's love. But people fail me. And, and, and that's just been, like, incredible for me to realize is that God wants more of me He doesn't just want my food three times a day. He wants all of me. And I wanted just, you know, a little bit more of of my friend's love, not just God's love. And so in the meantime, you know, I don't have to eat because I'm uncomfortable. I am not a saint, but I am willing today to grow along spiritual lines. I have a plan of action. I've worked it through with my sponsor. And I'm going to give this person a phone call I'm not promised comfortability 100% all the time. I am promised serenity even amidst calamity, and and I am showing up today, and I am working my program today, and so it is spiritual progress, rather than spiritual perfection. I am not perfect. I am far from perfect, but God is teaching me, and I'm teachable. And thank you so much. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you very much, cerise L. Today, we're reading and commenting on page 60 in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the, par- in the chapter, How It Works. We're reading and commenting on the first paragraph, which we b- begins with, Many of us exclaimed, what an order. Who would like to comment on that paragraph?
12: Mo H.
8: Mo H.
13: Melanie C. Patty.
8: Melanie
13: C. Siri KB. <laughs>
8: Rebecca T. T., Sherry
0: K.B., Rebecca T., anybody else? Linda F., Linda F. Okay, let's go with that. I have Mo H., Melanie C., Patty T., Sherry K.B., Rebecca T., and Linda F. Mo H., please go ahead, and you're followed by Melanie C.
12: Well, thank you, Elaine, for your service. Uh, this is Mo H., Recovered Compulsive Eater, from Northern California. Hi, I just read this paragraph over again and there are so many things in here that just jump out at me. Um, What an order I can't go through with it. I've heard it said earlier today and on, on the other meeting that yes, I myself can't go through it. I need help. I need you. I need my higher power. I need the whole program. So I, we, it's a we program, as we hear, it's not an I program. And then it says, do not be discouraged. Oh, how many times was I discouraged, defeated, even in the rooms, and I let the disease get a hold of me and yank me this way and that way until I became totally willing. Um, the next line, no, none of us have been able to obtain uh, uh, attain perfect adherence to these principles and we are not saints we are willing to grow along spiritual lines and i have a note written in my book about spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection progress is our aim and his perfection is our beacon and i must have heard that a long time ago and i wrote it in there progress is our aim and his perfection is our beacon i do not have to be perfect and Working this program is a daily practice that I do imperfectly, but I do it to the best of my ability. When I am disturbed, and I am disturbed many times throughout the day, uh, 10-step is in order. And thank God that I have learned how to do a 10-step because, boy, that that just gets me right back in line with my higher power, in line with the program, and and willing to do what I answer to those questions. How can I be of service? And usually my answer shows up there. How can I be of service? Or God, show me what you want me to be. So um, just, what, just in this small paragraph, God, I'm just so impressed with Bill's writing. Uh, I'm not a saint and I'm, I'm willing to grow every day. And with that, I think I'll pass. Thank you, Elaine.
0: Thank you very much, Mo H. Melanie C., you're up next, followed by Patty T.
13: Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Melanie C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater calling in from Oregon. And you betcha, I cried out suddenly with surprise and anger and pain. That's defining exclaim for me, and I like it. I love the words here. And then went on to say, what? An order? I can't go through with it. That was something that I heard somebody say at a meeting one time and it just made perfect sense to me. Um, On the outside, I was going through the motions and doing what it was that I was asked to do. And I don't know how come that I came in this way backwards. I wasn't willing by my internal dialogue and thought. I was absolutely flabbergasted that anyone could think that I could do this because I tried so hard for those five decades to make some headway in my life and couldn't see that I hadn't. And so the constant input from so many people in my life kept simplifying this thing that it came down to just this. Melanie, you signed up for a 12-step program to treat your disease. That would be what is going to come up now after the food has been put aside and I'm entirely absent to treat the disease with these 12 steps and then it's going to be something that works with you. Works with what? Well, it tells me I'm working with what? It's page 52, which are the bedevilments, you know, those things that, tormented me, that harassed me diabolically. These are words I found today because I love the power of words because this is what it felt like inside my skin and of the things that would constantly bring up doubt and distractions and worries and things like that and they are. In fact, I couldn't have any kind of personal relationship. I was a prey to constant misery and running down that road over and over and over again. I was absolutely feared with um, constant crisis, constant crisis, filled with this fear of constant crisis that I got to a point of of being um, diagnosed so diagnosed with um, path, uh, I'm getting stuttery here because it's so important to me um, being diagnosed with pathology of, um, of agoraphobia, other kinds of phobias, I couldn't even leave my home, that was all self-imposed and then sh- slowly but surely, slowly but surely Even though I came in here backwards with these folks pouring into my life, keeping me very focused on the steps that will allow the space for God to come in to transform all of that. I have been reconstructed. I have been reformed. I believe in my heart of hearts that the higher power that I came in here with put me in this room, locked the door behind me. And I couldn't get out, quite frankly, because I tried in many ways. If you're at all like me and you have any of those kinds of experience, there's tremendous amount of hope here, tremendous amount of people here that want to pour into your life, just like they did to mine, holding tight on to me so I didn't have to cut and run again. Yep. <laughs> and with that, I'll pass. I just heard my timer go off. Thank you. Thank
0: you very much, Melanie C.
13: Patty T, you're up next, followed by Sherry K
0: B.
14: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for all the shares. I'm Patty T from Southern California. Um, you know, as I listen to everyone sharing, and, and I'm kind of repeating what I've heard, that you know, I notice in this paragraph that um, it says many of us exclaimed, "What an order! I can't go through with it," and then. And it continues. It says no one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. And then it says we are not saints. We are willing. We have set down. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. And, you know, today I'm so grateful that I can be willing to be one among many. You know, I just... Um, Outed myself <laughs> on this phone line a couple of days ago, and I got so many wonderful phone calls from people welcoming me to this fellowship. And and you know, trying to do this program my way doesn't work. You know, and yesterday I was having a conversation with a lovely fellow, and I just said, I can't do it alone. I finally get it. I can't do it alone because this paragraph doesn't say. I exclaimed. I can't go through with it. I can be discouraged. I can maintain. It, no, it's not about I. It's about we. It, we help each other because we give each other perspective and focus and love. And, you know, my experience in this program in the past has been that I hear God through you. I connect with higher power through you. I find God in these rooms, on these phone lines, and in this book. And I'm just so grateful that I'm here today. Thank you for letting me share. I pass.
0: Thank you, Patty T. We're grateful you and everybody else is here too. Sherry KB, uh, you're up next, followed by Rebecca
15: T. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, everybody. Sherry KB in Northern California. Very grateful, Recovered Compulsive Eye Reader. Uh, Thanks so much for your service, Elaine, and everybody on the line. And welcome, newcomers. Um, This is a very powerful paragraph Um, to me. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's saying, what an order. Wow, this is a lot of stuff you're asking me to do, but you're not asking me to do it alone. Um, and it's telling me not to be discouraged. And it's saying that no one, as, as it was said before, no one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence uh, to these principles. And the principles are really the steps. Um, there is a principle for each step, but they're really referring to the steps. And adherence means compliance, obedience observance, tearing out steadily and faithfully without deviation. So it's telling me, you know, Sherry, you're not going to do this perfectly. Um, don't expect to do it perfectly because none of us are saints. And that only if that I am willing to grow along spiritual lines. Um, and so it's talking spiritual. So it's talking about connecting more and more with my higher power. It's, it's trying to practice the principles in all my affairs. And if I can't practice the principles in all my affairs and limit my affairs, and I have another version of it, if it's a bad day, make it a short day. Um, and so that's all I can do is practice the principles in all my affairs and spiritual progress we claim. So it's saying we, we're we not claiming perfection. We're, we're claiming spiritual progress. And so that's what I do know because I know that I am I am learning to I'm I'm progressing as I'm going along, you know. As my disease still progresses, as I'm recovered, but so does my spiritual, and um, and it's not perfect. And I, you know, I work the steps. I don't do it perfectly, and you know, there's always room to grow. And that's what I do know. Um, but it continues to get better. That's the thing that I love because the food always got worse, but this continues to get better as I go along, and so. It's telling me, don't be discouraged. And, you know, there's no more I's here anymore. It's, it's we. We can do this. We can do it together. Me and my higher power, me and this program, me and the fellows. Um, and I don't want to do it alone anymore. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you very much, Sherry KD. Rebecca T., you're up next, followed by Linda F.
16: Hello, beautiful visionaries. It's Rebecca T from Central California. Um, Compulsive overeater. Uh, I really needed you guys today. Um, I've been—I I mean, I've been listening to you guys every day, but, uh, um, uh, yeah. I this progress, not perfection. Um, I'm working my fourth uh, slash fifth step right now, and I think maybe part of me is. Um, you know i am grateful that i'm I'm trudging up these character defects and I'm seeing them, and I'm looking at my part um and I think as I'm doing that part of me wants to i you know I'm thinking oh once I put it down it'll it'll be fixed you know or it'll be gone or um but uh so uh, i mean I think awareness and um is definitely helping me to work through it and um to deal with the the hard things that are coming into my life right now. Um but there's also a lot of sadness and I'm kind of breaking through those layers. Um but I so that's been difficult. Um but I do feel uh you know for the first time I don't I do believe um deep within my spirit that I I do not have to use food. And that that is Uh, that's just beauty in itself um and I do believe and I see that um uh you know I'm getting more and more that even though I'm having a a daily uh you know working my spiritual steps and and doing my homework um uh when times are tough I have to work it harder even harder (laughs) than I have been working um so that I don't go back and I don't go back in my self will and I don't um go back in the self pity because I kind of want to do that when when times are hard and and i'm 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 fighting with it a little bit, so um I want to uh yeah just amp up my program and reach out more and help out more um because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm having a hard time dealing with, uh, of course, certain things that aren't going with, with my way going my way uh, with my husband or, you know, just seeing other people suffer and knowing the balance between where is it that I can help uh, versus where is it that I need to just uh, kind of focus on myself right now. So that's the, the balance and the boundaries I'm working on right now, and I'm so grateful for all of you um, here, and with that, I pass. Thank you.
8: Thank you very much, Rebecca T. Linda F., you're up next. I'm Linda F. A grateful, compulsive breeder. I know for me, this is the first time I've shared. It's been suggested that I share. And um, I just want to say that I'm very thankful to this meeting. Um, I've been in recovery for a while, not always applied it to my life. And to me, the meetings and going through the book it's like Windex on a window. You know, you can see th- through the window, but before you, before you put Windex on it, and then it's like after you clean it, everything is so clear. And for me, that's what a vision for you is. I just wanted to say, according to the paragraph, what an order I can't go through with it. Do not be discouraged. To me, that was my entire life. I know this is speaking about the principles of the program, but it's like, if you told me to do something, if you told me to turn right, I turned left. It's like that defiance was so strong and there was always that negativity that I wasn't enough, I didn't have enough strength and then so I would try harder and discouragement was the theme song of my life and when I came into recovery um, it's like I had hope for, for, for the first time. There was um, a different way. It's like in, intuitively, I knew my life was not the way it was supposed to be, the way God intended it to. So I'm just new starting to work with a sponsor. So I am learning so much, you know, um, of why I ate the way I did and that it, it was a solution, but there is a better way and that there is, um, spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection, and for me, that's one of the things that I'm learning because I tried to be so perfect. It's like my house had to be perfect. My kids had to be dressed perfect. I had to be perfect, look perfect, and I, I couldn't, and I was so tired and so alone. And one of the other things that I wanted to point out, and I don't have a timer, is that it says I in the first sentence, and then it says we like three or four times, and I'm learning just now learning that it is a WE program. And I am so grateful for this meeting. I'm grateful to my sponsor and the other people willing to share. And um, I'm grateful for my abstinence today and, and the power to live life. So thank you very much, and I appreciate all of you. I pass. Thank
0: you very much, Linda F. Always great to hear newcomers on the line. We have time for two more quick shares. Who would like to share today? Gina R. Here. Gina R.
11: Old. Liat, Liat
0: T.D. Oh, I'm sorry, Liat, I don't think we'll have time for you. Uh, I've got Gina R., um, Kathleen O., and if there's another minute, we'll let you know Liat T.D. Please go ahead, Gina R.
17: Thank you so much. And I'll try to make this short because I'd love to hear from Liat. This is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and living in Green Valley, Arizona. Um. I'm honing in on the willing to grow along spiritual lines and the word grow. And also we talk about living in the sunlight of the spirit and that was what I wanted more than anything to just feel good, feel good all the time and feel like I was in the light all the time. But when I really look at variables when something needs to grow, there are periods of darkness that have to happen. If something is constantly in um, the sun, it won't grow. And the other thing that um, I was thinking about this morning was um, fertilizer, or you know what we put on crops to grow manure. Um, that is not a pleasant thing, um, generally speaking. We don't willingly, usually, go out willingly and get that substance and bring it into our lives. But I believe that that is the process for me anyway. When these character defects are being churned up and I'm recognizing them, I'm awake, aware, and alert. Um, that is um, my higher powers fodder for me to grow along spiritual lines. So I've got to be willing to accept all of the elements and aspects of growing. And I'm just taking one minute and I'm going to pass with that so Liat can come in. Thank you. Um, Thank you so
0: much, Tina um, R. Kathleen O, please go ahead.
11: Good
18: morning. Thank you, Elaine, for your time this morning. Of course, my dog barks a second. I unmute. Um, so we are not saints, and thank goodness, I don't even think saints were perfect. Um, they did a lot of good things, but they were human, too, and weren't perfect. And I get to keep reminding myself that I'm human. So we claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection, and to me, when I'm spiritually fit and working these, these steps and these following these principles, I'm so much more patient and kind and loving and tolerant. And that's what I aim for, that I don't judge, I don't criticize. And so, you know, in the past, before I started this program, I, most of my life was about being impatient. And. And not being tolerant and judging and criticizing constantly. And I don't do that so much anymore. Um, But when I do, I can follow these steps. I can do a 10 step. I can, you know, uh, make amends when I need to and continue to help other people. And I too want to hear from Liat, so I will pass. Thank you. Wonderful, Kathleen Dow. Liat
0: TD, you're up next. You get about two minutes, please. Wow. (laughs) I love you, ladies. I love you (laughs) all.
11: (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I was, first of all, probably I'm going to say a lot of what you all said, uh, the ITG recovery from Northern California. Uh, I came to over anonymous when I was 17. And so my disease progressed the past 30 years. So what I, I have done worse things as a compulsive overeater and as a human being in general. And I would go to meetings. I mean, I was meetings with my life. And I would go to meetings and people would pat me in the back and say, you know, progress rather not perfection. And what they were saying to me in other words also is, just don't beat yourself up, Liat. It's okay. You know, you're just human. And today I have a completely different understanding. And this weekend someone was saying, it's worth, I am pointed, I am going to perfection, measuring progress. So perfection is not me and what I do, and don't do. Perfection is God. I am going toward perfection. There is perfection. I want to go toward perfection. I want to be perfect. I want God to make me perfect. So I am going toward perfection. But because I'm human, I'm flawed, I get to measure progress. And I have. There's so much in my life that has changed, like we said before, that I, I, I'm not recognizable. You know, and I woke up this morning, you know, I have a problem with the phone. I know perfection, you know, tells me you need to abstain from it, and I'm going to try and make the effort, you know. And so I'm going to look back. I know that I can look back in a year or whatever time God is going to perfect will available for me, and I will be free from my addiction to the phone and looking and texting and all that. I love you. I okay. love
0: Thank you so much, Lea T.D., what a fabulous meeting. Uh, thank you, everyone who shared. We're now going to transition the meeting by um, reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Mary uh, Marie J. please read a vision for you? Okay. Marie,
8: if, if you're speaking, we can just barely hear you. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Much
14: better. Thank you.